It happened. It happened. Welcome Hello. back to Two Geminis and a Leo. This is your hosts, Teresa. And Tabitha. And Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I had to make mine sound like it ended with an A. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> necessary. It was necessary. There you go. I mean, it's understandable when you got two TAs, you know? You know what I'm saying? It's just like a thing. I gotta, I gotta just, you know, morph into into where I'm at. <laughs> very mutable, very mutable. Are you ready for the word? Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you ready for the word? I figured maybe we would talk about yeah. some stuff first. <laughs> Rachel's very excited about her word of the week, apparently. Well, first, I wanted to talk about y'all's birthdays. How did oh. how did the birthdays go, Rachel? Rachel. <laughs> well, I I had a crazy birthday, so I reclaimed my birthday. So I was born at eleven o'clock at night on the seventeenth, mm. and the day of the seventeenth was just shit. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? Eleven p.m. on the seventeenth to eleven p.m. on the eighteenth. That's now going to be my birthday, and I there had a great go. time. And then I had a great, great time. Uh, I worked at a festival. I ran the hospitality. It was really great. I had friends drive in from Michigan and Indiana to help. And I got a shout out for my birthday from my favorite band on stage. And that was really dope. So I'm very good. I'm super good at (laughs) hospitalitying. They love me. They give me birthday shout outs on stage in front of thousands of people. Did you record it or it was a surprise? It was a surprise. Like they said that they would. They're like, we're going to give you a birthday shout out. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but they did it. Good thing is there was like 10 cameras that record all of the sets as they're going. So mm-hmm. I know I will be able to get my phalanges on recording of it. Rude. And I will so probably. Rude. So rude. <laughs> um, they definitely were very sad that they did not. They were not there. Maggie normally runs the show at the campground. Everyone knows Maggie, but now that I have three dogs, it's just it's too much to bring them all and and run a department. It's just too much. So, but yeah. overall, great birthday! I got a really cool mug from a friend. Beautiful. Mugs, Do you want to explain it? Yeah, it's like a handmade ceramic mug that's got the moon phases on it and there's like little words for like each phase of the moon and i love it and then i got these really cool resin earrings that are just big swords and those are super dope i also got like the coolest tie-dye hoodie ever because one of the nights it was really cold and i was like oh looks like i need to buy myself a hoodie oh no (laughs) uh, yeah i found this really cool one it's currently in the washing machine Oh, man. Um, it's like all these beautiful yellow and orangey colors and earth tones. And it was definitely a solar plexus sacral chakra weekend. Those colors and hues were just kind of following me everywhere. Nice. Um, and that was, that was my birthday weekend. Now I'm 34. Here I am. Welcome. Thanks. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Tabitha. Yeah. How was your birthday weekend? So we celebrated my birthday because my birthday was on Father's Day. We did. Um, we went out to dinner on Friday night to a really good crab place. Nice. And What's it called? Boondocks. Mm. Oh. Boondocks. Did you leave a saint? 
I did not. Oh. Fuck no, I didn't leave a saint. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I am like the opposite. No. Um I got a like a platter. It was called a it was called a piglet. And it came with crab legs and scallops and shrimp. And like it was like a whole platter of shit and it was really good. But no pork. Yeah, did they not understand? No, no pork. Yeah, no. <laughs> not no, make any sense. No sausage or anything, but they called it the piglet. But anyway, it was delicious. I was gonna get a whole thing of crab, but like just like just like a platter of crabs, yeah. but it was like sixty five dollars. And I was like, that's You should have done it. It's your birthday. Yeah, but I think you should go back right now. <laughs> go back right now and go get that sixty five dollar plate. Okay. It was also entirely too much for me. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because- you just, you've got to keep going till you regret it. <laughs> Especially on your birthday. Yeah. I would have regretted the price. I would have lost. <laughs> um, well, the piglet sounds good. I was just expecting like some ribs in there or something. Like I know. That. Yeah. I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it just now. Yeah. That's yeah. Whatever. I could at least put Cheez-Its in there. Fucking <laughs> Cheez-Its. Honestly. Um, Love Cheez-Its. My obsession. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, we just hung around the house. And then uh, Saturday we went to, we just had a family day. We went up to the mall and because um, we have a nice mall, like about an hour north. So we went up to the fancy one. Um, yeah. <laughs> and <Yeah>. then, <laughs> sorry, that's what we did. That's what I, I wanted know. to do. I wanted to go to the fancy mall for my birthday. It was Christiana. It was Christiana mm-hmm. Mall. Mm-hmm. That REI like, right there is banging. We haven't, uh, so we went into REI, but uh, like we didn't go this time, but I've been in REI before. But uh, Anthony had a Cabela's gift card that he wanted to spend. Nice. And that was like one of, the, like, he wanted to get a new fly fly rod. So he wanted to get a new fly fishing rod because his broke. So that's what we did. We went and got his his thing. And then we just wandered around in the mall for a little bit. And I'm sorry I laughed, gifts. but it was just oh. like the fancy mall. It just it just sent me. It yeah, well, I mean, honest. Well, okay, so the mall near us is uh, not doing great. It's it's. I feel like that's a common theme, at least with yeah. malls lately, is that they're just kind of uh, falling off the map a little bit. So yeah, by fancy mall, I mean that this one has a lot of stores and it's a really nice. It actually is a very nice mall. <laughs> nice. Not quite as nice as King of Prussia. King of Prussia is the um, shit. Yeah, it is. But um, when you went to Cabela's, did you get the roasted nuts? I did not. I did not. You didn't get the big plate of crab meat. <laughs> you didn't get the meat. I know. Is even your birthday? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. And then Sunday we went to the beach. And we spent Which the whole fantastic. day at the beach. And yeah. I got super burnt. Um, super burnt but that's okay do you guys have like an umbrella or something that you bring with you or no um no uh just because nobody actually uses it yeah we we have used one in the past like we've had brought one with us and nobody fucking uses it so yeah we're all just kind of um sacrificing yourselves to the sun every time exactly (laughs) exactly gotta get one of those mom and pop up pop-up tents yeah mm. they know what's good my mom and pup pup you know yeah been around. so yeah. sometimes yeah we got to get something uh-huh but Very my nice. kids won't stay in it anyway so 
matter. <laughs> well, even just like maybe like when they're eating or even for you, if like you need a couple of minute break from the sun, you know? Yeah. You couldn't even really feel it, honestly, because it was so windy. Mm. It was it was ridiculously windy. That's how but... the sun gets you. Yeah. That was the thing is like you couldn't even tell that it was super. But the UV was high and that ended up getting us. But Anthony caught two sharks. Oh, wow. So that was a little terrifying. Yeah, I was gonna say that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> they were little ba- they were little babies, and he had to let them go because they were like you're not allowed to catch them. They're sandbar sharks, but like they were little like yeah, they're cute little cute little sharky things. And Is it even shark week though? Why are they here? Yeah, they came early this year. Yeah, <laughs> weird. This isn't even their week. God. Yeah. Learn the calendar sharks for serious. <laughs> Fucking it up for everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that sounds really lovely. I'm glad that you had a nice weekend with the fam. Same. Yeah, it was fun. It was a really nice, like, kind of chill weekend. Thank so. you. Also, I got a Bigfoot metal mm. statue thing. Oh, so. yes. Can't forget about him. What did you I, name him again? Neil. <laughs> my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law was like, he looks like a Neil. And I was like, you're absolutely right. He looks like a Neil. So he's, yeah. Neil. He's Neil now. Absolutely. Is it N E I L or N E A L? N E I L. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Not, yeah, I don't I see him being N E A L. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got, I, for me, he's he's A L and he's that fancy Bigfoot that's always on TikTok doing all the dancing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. Guy. I love that. Oh my god. But yeah, so I actually found out that was what the kids got me. And it's a small one. And I found out that they make big ones. So now I'm getting a whole family of Sasquatches. And they're all going to have different names. I just need to... Because they're expensive. I need to save all the money to get them. But they're so like... I can't wait. I told told Anthony, I was like, if you think that I'm not getting a whole family now, you are dead wrong, sir. They are huge. My friend Stevie has one of the big ones. She's got like 14 acres in Michigan, and it's just like this huge Sasquatch on the top of the hill. Yeah. I feel like the next thing that maybe like both of you would potentially get is that 13 foot skeleton to put in. Oh, I've already had conversations. I have a whole plan for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's happening one year. Yeah. So my neighbor, my neighbors, I got to meet them like not too long ago. They're like, kind of punk rock. I'm here for it. And I was talking to the girlfriend of the guy who owns the house next door. And we were talking about how we want to get two of them. And they'd be like challenging each other. And each holiday, we have to like dress them up and do like different. Yeah. That's amazing. You're going to fight your neighbor. The duel of the skeleton. Yeah, but we'll just like, it'll be like a funny thing. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like do some stuff. Like I wanted to, like we didn't, we don't have it right now, but like next summer. I right. want to get a kiddie pool and like cut the inside out so it looks like a tube and it's like holding nice. a tube. Nice. I love it. You know what I mean? I like love with it. rubber ducky, like I don't know. Fucking Gemini's. I'm fucking <laughs> here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah. No, I love I it. I would totally like if I live if I liked my neighbors enough, I would totally do that. I would I would fight them with yeah. like decorations and shit. Yeah. By the way, we're, like, yeah. on it. Like, we're like it's gonna be like we're gonna get famous from it. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. It's gonna be oh, another yeah. thing in weird New Jersey. <laughs> weird New Jersey. Definitely. <laughs> That's the goal always. 
how to end up on weird New Jersey. I didn't realize that's a goal that I like needed in my life till this moment. That's an amazing goal. That's an amazing goal to have. And I hope you reach that goal one day. Thank you. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of pressure, guys. The beach sounds amazing. I actually also went to the beach on Sunday as well. It was really, really nice. My brother got married this past weekend, so we all had very busy weekends. So Friday was the rehearsal dinner, which was so much fun. They, My brother and sister-in-law are just like two of the most fun people you'll ever meet. So their rehearsal dinner was at a place called All Star, which was a bowling alley, but they had a private room with private lanes in it. And then they did like a buffet style and they had open bar which was really cool. fun um and my friend chelsea came up from maryland so it was nice to like spend some time with her i had some of my friends from uh pennsylvania jersey like all of my friends came up for the wedding so it was really nice to just see everyone and hang out and then uh saturday was the wedding day and honestly i feel like i've never been in a wedding before because that was a marathon like i woke up at <laughs> 45 and was like out and about until 1 a.m. And I was like, what is my life right now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Amazing though. Every second of it was so much fun. Um, But it was just, it was a lot. And then Sunday we went to the beach. My brother's, uh, well, my sister-in-law, her family has a house um, out on the beach in Suffolk County, like on the North Fork. So we just hung out there all day and just edged in the sun and it was just a really nice weekend all together so i'm happy we all had nice weekends it was yeah my brother so my brother had a live band at his um at his wedding and i want to shout them out because they were absolutely amazing and everybody should go follow them they're called beach nights band and they're from boston And they're just really, really fun. Uh, They do a lot of covers and stuff like that. But it was like being at a concert at the wedding. So I just wanted to shout them out because we the wedding was like, I mean, it would have been amazing anyway. But like having that live band really added something to it that I've never experienced at a wedding before. Right. So what was the what was the name of the band again? Beach Nights Band. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, Beach Nights. Their Instagram is Beach Nights Band. Okay. (laughs) But their name is Beach Nights. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it was cool because they also had a DJ too. So like in between sets, the DJ was on. So it was like never a dull moment, you know. So it was really fun. That's always Great end to Gemini season. Yeah, it was a good end to Gemini season. All right. So because uh, Gemini season is now over, I figured we would shift into talking about cancer season, which uh, started on June 21st, the summer solstice, the summer equinox. How are you guys feeling about the shift so far? Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I I like cancer season. It's a good time to kind of chill. Get in touch with your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. What are three words that you guys would use to describe cancer? Hmm. I would say emotional, but I think that they're kind of in between in, in my in my like unqualified opinion. I think <laughs> that they are not necessarily the kind of like the midway point between Pisces and Scorpio when it comes to emotions. I think that Pisces is the more emotional. I think Scorpio is the like not that they're less emotional, but they like don't show it as much. I think cancer is kind of in between. Definitely. 
Um, so it's not as emotional. Well, all right. So three words. I think internal would be one. Like it's like just like the emotion is there, but it is very internal. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like caring, nurturing. And I guess what would be a word? So John, my partner, is a Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon. Okay. I don't know his rising. And he definitely can internalize like the emotions and it can bubble up. He is definitely very nurturing and caring. I mean, he's he's a chef too. So he's like, make sure you're fed. Here's <laughs> food. Um, yeah, which is totally, totally a thing with him. My father is also a cancer. I have some other cancers that are, I have a lot of cancers in my life. Like a decent amount. Nice. I was going to say, Rachel, you have your black belt in uh, cancers. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do. And I wasn't like a huge fan of cancers a long time ago. Like I just had people in my life that were cancers and I was like, no, nah. Yeah. And now like I'm surrounded by them and I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think this is it. I think this is why. So, okay. All right. I'm going on. Um, we're going down tangent lane. Right. Um, you know how everyone posts that goddamn fucking list of the top serial killers in the country? Yeah, you know where I'm going with this, don't you? Yeah, you know. You all have heard. You guys have. It's now time for everyone else to learn. <laughs> <laughs> that damn list. Look at these. are all the serial killers. Look, they're all Geminis and Scorpio. No. Look it up. The FBI did an entire report on it. And the number one sign of murderers serial killers are cancers that's why i always joke around that if i go missing my double cancer partner that's really good at knives probably did it (laughs) really good at knives he's really good with knives he sharpens knives all his knives he's just like sitting there and i'm just like trying not to make eye contact like i don't know if he's just like you really pissed me off today rachel like stay nice uh because that's the thing too is like they'll just they'll snap so it's like they almost give me a little bit of that aries vibe which i love my aries too well that also makes sense because cancer is the first water sign of the zodiac and aries is the first fire Fire sign sign. of the zodiac Mm. they're both cardinal signs so they definitely share like some similarities like that okay that's yeah that makes sense i can Uh, see that yeah i also just wanted to bring up that lizzie borden is a cancer I don't know who that is. Lizzie Borden had an act. She gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Or is it the other way around? I have no idea. Lizzie Borden Borden house? Like none of that? You don't know what it... Holy shit. I thought everybody knew about it. So Lizzie Borden was a woman in I think... I believe the 1800s. I I may be wrong. But she was a cancer son (laughs) living in Massachusetts and one day she just snapped and she murdered her mother and father. See? She was the main suspect, yes, but they never like were able to convict her. Listen, if she was a cancer, that's all they need to convict her. She was born <laughs> in 1860 and died in 1927. There's actually a really great series on Lifetime um, about Lizzie Borden. They did a movie with Christina Ricci where she played Lizzie Borden and then they made it into a TV show. And it was only two seasons, but I actually really, really enjoyed it because I also love Christina Ricci. So so I'm like really living under a rock with this thing. 
Yes. I think they taught us about it in school. I didn't learn about it. What? Why were they taught? I don't think they taught that to us in school. Yeah, what the fuck school did you go to? <laughs> school of hard knocks, bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. Today we're gonna go over murder. <laughs> I don't know how else I would have known about it though, unless I mean my mom. I feel like would uh, like taught me that little rhyme. My mom is a Gemini, so that's fair. We're crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing is, I'm like, there's a whole ass rhyme about it. I've never even heard the rhyme. But like, we show our crazy. Gemini's show our crazy. I feel like cancers don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they bottle it up. They internalize it. Yeah. And they fester on it and they don't express any of it. And then they create this big story and then they explode and it's danger. <laughs> Rue agrees. <laughs> like I'm scared. Rue's a cancer and Maggie is a cancer. Mm. So you really are surrounded by cancers. I am. That's how I am with Gemini's. I'm like surrounded. Oh, but you know what? That actually makes perfect sense. Two plus two just equaled four in my brain Ooh. because- you are Capricorn rising, so your seventh house, which is commute like like friends and partners, business partners, things of that nature, is ruled by Cancer. So mm. it makes sense that you surround yourself with a lot of Cancers in your life because that's kind of what you look for in a relationship, in a partnership, in the sense mm. of like probably more of like because you are very yourself you're very um deep and like very much focused on like the inward part of yourself so i feel like because cancers are also just that way naturally like it makes sense that you would gravitate towards somebody that has some sort of emotional maturity now i'm not saying all cancers have emotional maturity but there are ones that do <laughs> i definitely would say uh, i'll make sure john doesn't hear this but <laughs> He's the best and very emotionally mature. And it is fantastic to be in a relationship with somebody who is emotionally mature that you can communicate with and all of those things. It's like super important. So yay for developed cancers. Yay. Yes. Yay, indeed. Mm -hmm. So I have a list of like 100 cancer celebrities. <laughs> so I'm going to some good ones. Bring it. I'm, I'm going to hit you with some good ones. So Ariana Grande, love her. Hi, Pony. Uh, Robin Williams, may he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. We love him. Mm -hmm. uh, Lindsay Lohan, mm. which I feel like she would be an interesting person to talk about at one point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Princess Diana. Mm. Love her. Going back to the crazy people, Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> he loves jumping on sofas. Continue. Yes. <laughs> Scientology. Yeah, that's, all, that's all you really need to say. That's all yeah. you need is Scientology. I we'll save about him. The on sofas thing. We'll save him so for our Scientology cool. episode. Oh my god. <laughs> Post Malone, which I also feel like Post Malone is very much like a Cancer. I want. I wonder what his rising sign is because of his outward appearance. But like, I feel like he's so like sweet and caring and like. I don't know, like just through his music, I could really feel like that cancer influence. Well, cutie patootie. I love He's Post so Malone. Cute. He is so cute. Mm -hmm. Love him. Who else here? Uh, Kristen Bell. Love her. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart. Wasn't if expecting you... that. Those two. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't what know what. Think? Like they give me major like class clown vibes and just. Cancer doesn't give me class clown vibes. 
I uh, so interesting. Okay, because my brother-in-law is, I think, my brother-in-law, I think, and nephew are the only cancers that I know. I'm trying to think, I could be wrong. And my brother-in-law is hilarious, so that kind of makes sense. It's funny. Sorry, it's just two and two. Mm. No, of course. Of course. Uh, if you are a fan of uh, Parks and Rec, we have Nick Offerman, Chris Pratt, and La- Audrey Plaza are I all love. cancers. Mm-hmm. I love Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, love I will watch Audrey that Plaza. over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, those all, and those three characters are probably some of the best characters. They like, are. Know, they are. I know 100%. Chris Pratt is a little uh, unsavory outside of... Uh, parks and rec but i don't know he just has he's got a good vibe about him in my opinion yeah um all right let me hit you with a few more and then we'll finish uh because i have a lot more Mm -hmm. this one is a uh shout out to uh charlie and macy the queen beans over at the witch bitch amateur hour luke bryant is a cancer (laughs) oh boy um and then we have dan Aykroyd, kathy bates I love Dan Aykroyd. Missy Elliott. Oh, yeah. John Cusack. Okay. I need more cancer friends. All <laughs> right. So Rachel just had a technical difficulty just so that everybody knows why she disappeared for a moment, but she will be back. So some other uh, cancer celebs just to round out the list. We have Maya Hawk, Stranger Things. She plays Robin. Oh, Okay love her and i was saying jj abrams who is a amazing director uh he has done uh lost fringe revolution i think he did some of the star trek movies i'm pretty sure and then just finishing off with uh angelica houston and jason mraz oh angelica houston yeah i feel like she has to have a scorpio rising she's a, a something she's a boss i love her I think yeah, I'm going to look up her chart and see if, thinking, if it comes up. I think I'm thinking, am I thinking of the right Angelica? Am I thinking of the right book? From the witches? Nope, I was not thinking about her, but I do know who she is and I love her. <laughs> I was thinking, oh God, who was that? So we do have a rising sign. She's actually a Sagittarius rising. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nice. Hey. That's us. She is a Cancer Sun, Virgo Moon, Sagittarius rising. Love that for her. I would have honestly pegged her for a Scorpio rising, though, because she does the dark so well. Yes, she does. She does. But that's probably her cancer placements. Yeah, cancer is pretty dark. Is that all water signs, typically? I don't know, because I feel like Pisces is really light. Like, like for example, like Charlie is a Pisces rising and she has like the blue eyes and the blonde hair, you know, like I yeah. feel like they have a little bit more of like lighter features. But my partner, Ken, he is a cancer rising and he has dark eyes, dark hair, like a lot of like darker features. So I feel like hmm. cancer definitely does have that that vibe about them for sure. Hmm. Okay. Moy interessante. Moy interessante. <laughs> so uh, we can move into uh, just talking a little bit more about cancer season. I also just wanted to bring up Katia Renee on TikTok. She's the girl that does like all of the um, different like Gemini season and cancer season videos. And she does it like with comedy, like all of the signs, like talking to each other. I love you know her. She's about. so funny. Yes. Oh, my She's goodness. She's so funny. Love her so much. 
she did a really great like cancer season TikTok that just killed me being a Leo. It's like, and no talking about Leo season because Leo's Not like in the background. about Leo season. Because <laughs> Leo's in the background and they're yeah. like, well, my season's next. Yeah. <laughs> She wrote down like a bunch of rules on the board and like the first rule was shut the fuck up, Leo. (laughs) (laughs) The second one was no smoking crack. And then the third one was no crybaby jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I think I saw that video. That was a while ago, right? Uh, I don't know. Did she just repost it? Maybe she just reposted it because I was looking up different cancer season TikToks just to like get some some inspiration. I just found it. And that one came up. Yeah. I feel like I've seen one where she did where she did that and she was just like, yeah. I love her. her. We should try to get her on the show. She's so funny. She is so funny. Oh my god. Yeah. Welcome back, Rachel. Is everything okay? (laughs) I know, I know you told the people there's technical difficulties, but my chickens got out. (laughs) That's really what happened, and I had to go chase chickens back. the fenced-in area so that my dogs wouldn't eat the chickens. Uh, well, it didn't take you as long as I thought it would, so that's it did, it Just food. You bring food and the chickens will follow. That's all they want. But, and yeah, I have, like, this little stand and I put the water container on top of it so they hop up on the stand, hop up on the water. Next thing you know, I got three chickens just, like, eyeing me up in the middle. <laughs> Are you going to give us more food, Mom? It's like, I fed you. That's all right. So do you have to put like a topper on there, you think? We need to get a whole other kind of fencing system because they're just now getting to be too big. They're reckless. Yeah, they're wild. It's just it's just the Rhode Island Reds. If you get chickens, the Rhode Rhode Island Reds are little sons of bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. That was my technical difficulty, everyone. My chickens were (laughs) out of pocket. But now they're back in the pocket. They're back in the pocket. <laughs> Fucking chickens. Okay. Well, welcome back. Thank we you. We were just getting into cancer season. Um, and oh. I, what I wanted to talk about is actually the story of the cancer crab. So I got this information from foreverconscious.com, which is honestly one of my favorite websites for like moon magic and just like general astrology information. They always have really good like moon rituals on there and meditations and all of that stuff. So that's foreverconscious.com. So the story goes that the cancer crab is one of the most loyal protectors of the ocean. Whenever one of the cancer's friends are in need, they are the first to show up and assist with the problem. So one day, uh, the cancer crab was protecting its friend and was crushed, unfortunately. (laughs) And due Mm -hmm. to the cancer crab's bravery, their remaining pieces were scattered into the sky, forming the cancer constellation, which I thought was like a cute, beautiful little story. Have you guys ever watched South Park? Oh no. I mean I have, but like I don't know where you're going with this. Crab people. Crab people. Sorry, that's all that's crab people. That's okay. I loved it. Crab people. 
So therefore, cancer is an incredibly powerful reminder to be brave, stand up for those you love, be loyal, and live from your heart. So what I love about uh, cancer season also, talking about Leos again, because, you know, I'm coming I'm coming through hot. Um, <laughs> Leos also live from their heart, and, like, the uh, Leo is, like, ruled by the heart. So I feel like with that cancer season is just like a really good introduction to leo season in that sense we get it it's all about going into leo season yeah sorry cancer (laughs) Cancers don't even have a season and that's why they're so sad yeah they know their entire season is just to get everyone geared up for leo season (laughs) sad girls they're getting crushed they're getting crushed right now thrown up into the sky well, you know what? I have a Cancer stellium, so it's okay. I have a uh, Cancer oh. Venus, a Cancer Jupiter, and a Cancer Chiron uh, in the eighth house. So it's like in the house of the occult, which I find very interesting because I feel like that definitely contributes to my psychic abilities because Cancer and all water signs are super intuitive in their own way. So I feel like cancer is intuitive in the sense where like they trust their gut and like they have to trust their gut in order to move forward. Scorpio is intuitive and in, like just the way of like just knowing. And but the thing is, like a lot of Scorpios don't trust themselves to they don't trust themselves to do what they need to do with that knowledge. And then Pisces is very much just like the wizard, the alien, the the out of body kind of experience. And I really feel like Pisces is like super just like, if I think of if astral projection had a zodiac sign, it would be Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about it. So cancer is all about emotional awareness, emotional maturity, and how to express from the heart instead of expressing from the brain. As some of you may already know, and as we mentioned earlier, The beginning of cancer season is also the summer solstice, which is the longest day of the year. Uh, The veil is super thin then, and Mother Earth is in full bloom, giving to all of the animals, all of the creatures, and, you know, everybody that desires and requires her resources, which I feel like is so perfect for cancer because it's just like, once again, just offering that nurturing and mother earth is just like ready to go. She's like, suck on my teeth. I'm ready to give you my milk. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That escalated quickly. It did. And I don't know where it came from because I did not write that in my notes. I'm here for it though. It's natural. It's nurturing. It's nurturing. It's very motherly. It's very cancer. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So cancers are super emotional beings, but don't get it twisted because they will fuck a bitch up if they need to. Once again, going back to them being They're murderers. (laughs) (laughs) They will cut you. If I go missing, it was John. (laughs) well also i wanted to mention earlier uh that anthony bourdain is also a cancer so he was a chef right yes he was and yes we have his books in the house and yeah john john loved him very much oh besties cancer Mm -hmm. besties cancer cancer chef besties Mm -hmm. love it a lot of the c's Mm -hmm. we need to find another c instead of bestie Mm -hmm. cancer chef collaborations there we go <laughs> and collaborations. I like that. 
Okay. Rachel, she, she's like, okay, all right, I'll store mm-hmm. that one in my back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so their hard exterior can make them seem more standoffish at times. Like a lot of Cancer Suns and Cancer Risings tend to have resting bitch face. <laughs> And also, like, I could just tell, like, I know when Ken is, like, in a mood because it's just, like, he wears it all over his face. So I feel like that's very common for Cancer Suns and Cancer Risings. And, like, even with Ken, like, whenever he's in a mood, he's like, I'm fine. And I'm like, "Mm, yes, but are you, though? Yeah. But are you? Yeah. And they're just like, I need to internalize it. I'm not ready to share yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I want to make it better. Like, now. Now. See, now I'm the other side of cancer where it's like I could I have word vomit about all of my thoughts and feelings and and emotions. But also I feel like with my Leo sun and Aries moon, those are both really emotional signs as well. So it makes sense that I am overtly emotional and I love it. I've grown to love it. I didn't always love it because people used to like make fun of me or like, you know, even like my parents, like, you know, my dad was amazing, but like, you know, why are you crying? Like, you know, like stuff like that. And like you grow up thinking that you're not allowed to be this emotional creature. And then you meet people like you guys and you go to places like Anahata's Purpose and you just realize that like you are allowed to be like your fullest, the fullest expression of yourself in all ways, shape and form. And, uh, it's really beautiful to realize that. So thanks, Rachel. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, that's that's something I think like as a society we need to kind of like chill about because like it's still kind of frowned upon to be emotional or to show emotion, and it's 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 fucked up. Well, it is fucked up, and it's hard because. They, you know, there's the whole stigma behind it. Obviously, men are very much not allowed to cry, even though they yep. very much should be allowed to cry. And it's created this whole kind of like divide and split and toxic masculinity and blah, blah, blah. And it's super unfortunate because it's given men a step back, taking men a step yeah. back, really. But it also, I think it's very hard because when you have something that happens and you get emotional and you start to cry about it, how people around you respond to it affects how you process it. Right. Um, in a really real way. So Teresa, just how you were saying, like you were crying and like your parents would be like, stop crying. Then you're always going to think that the things that you're crying about are not worth crying about when really, no, whatever you're crying about is valid. Is it true? I don't know. Let's go. Is it a story that you're telling yourself? I don't know. But those are like the next steps. Yeah. And if you aren't given the opportunity to get to the next phases of being emotional, then you don't know how to handle being emotional. And then we have a bunch of unevolved zodiac signs. Right. Yeah. So I agree with that. And as a parent, like that's something that I'm it's it's hard because like you're trying to like work on yourself and also like raise your kids. Right. Try to do your best. But um, that's one thing that I've started to say to Soren because a lot of I mean, he's not a cancer or anything. He's but he does have a lot of Capricorn placements, which is the opposite of cancer. So it's very much just like. I'm not going to show anything. Let me he's, push it all down. Well, that's the, that's the thing is like, he's opposite of that. Like he's the other side of that where he shows everything, but he doesn't know how to express it without 
hurting somebody else. Like he can be mad at something else, like something else completely. Like uh, just for example, like his toy broke. But, you know, and I'll come over and I'll be like, hey, bud, you know, let me see if I can help you with that. Let me see if I can fix it or something. He'll be like, he'll just start yelling at me and being, a, you know, being a turd. And um, <laughs> yeah. and I, so one thing, one thing. Yeah. Well, being a little bit of a jerk. So yeah. one thing that I've been saying to him is like, it is absolutely OK to express your emotions and tell me why you are angry. But it is not OK to lash out or to hurt other people that have that are trying to help while you're expressing your emotions yeah yeah so that's one thing i mean i'm trying is <laughs> i think you're doing a great job i'm you're trying killing. but it is it is and you know with charlotte charlotte's scorpio moon so she cries at everything yeah everything mm-hmm. and then you were also saying in previous episodes or maybe this was just a private conversation that we had just that she has like a lot of issues with her worth in a in the sense of yes if I didn't do good enough, you know, in her eyes, you know, mm-hmm. nobody else's eyes, she didn't do good enough in, right. but in her own. Right. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's as a society, you know, it's, or as, you know, the generation that we're in, I guess, technically millennials, Gen Z, it's up to us. And then the older generations too, that are like evolving to kind of exterminate that stigma. Ooh. I don't think that was the word. That was Eliminate. Word. Eliminate. I like to exterminate them. I do too. I like to exterminate. It sounded more aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, there's there's so so much that can happen if people are brave enough to stand in their vulnerability. Right. Yeah. You know, like straight up Brene Brown, Dare to Lead. Great book. And it's all just about being okay with being vulnerable. And it really comes into being the observer. That's yeah. how you get to the next stage of your emotions. You cry and get upset about something. And then you have to like examine what is happening. But if someone's like, stop crying, you can't do it. Yeah. Right. And I honestly feel like that's what the shadow work class that I took at Anahata's Purpose taught me was like to sit with your emotions and your feelings no matter what anybody else's opinion is it's important for you to sit in those feelings and not like dwell on them but find the root of the issue and and integrate your shadow side into into your vulnerability and into the light half of yourself is that class coming back because i need to take that one it is it is coming back i have not taken it either i need to take it oh my god I'm going to take it again and again and again every year for the rest of my life. Yes. Shout out to Erica Tate. Fantastic human being. Yes. It was yeah. a really amazing class. And honestly, like that class bonded me so much with Summer because we both, we barely even knew each other. We just knew each other because we were beans and we came out of that class and like just hugged for like a good minute straight, just like crying on each other's shoulders. And like that really truly like bonded us as friends, you know, and uh, just allowing each other to be vulnerable. And honestly, like my father uh, passed away last year in uh, January and we were extremely close. So at that time, not only was I going through like integrating my shadow, but also like still grieving my father and uh, Koof Knotts, who actually does the music for our podcast. Shout out to Koof Knotts. We're just yeah. shouting everybody out today. Shout, shout out. Everybody gets a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> he played a song about uh, when his brother 
passed away after the shadow work class and then listening to that song I just like sat on the hill uh leading up to like where the walking path was for the entrance and I just cried just cried for like 20 minutes and like I just could not stop crying but it was amazing and like Something else that I've recently learned is like when you cry to not wipe your tears away because it allows you to be cleansed by your tears. And like learning that has been such an eye-opening experience for me too because I'm I'm so used to just like wiping them away. But like letting myself feel the water dripping down my face, like I feel like maybe that's all the cancer placements that I have inside of me, but <laughs> it's a really good cleansing experience. So I highly recommend that if you are crying, let yourself feel those tears and don't wipe them away because it is very cathartic. Hmm. I like that. I do too. Cancers. Just opening us all up vulnerability. (laughs) Vulnerability. I mean, you don't want to be a murderer, so you have to do that. Yeah, there's that. (laughs) Hey, Teresa, pop quiz. Okay. (laughs) Where's my cancer placement? what you were gonna say oh your mercury there you go (laughs) just wanted to make sure you're i just wanted to make sure we weren't dealing with the wish version of Teresa. okay i just want to make sure i'm back i'm back i'm here now all right i was gone for a while though (laughs) (laughs) i get confused with all of your leo placements because you have so many leo placements that are so close to it so i always get confused it's so weird because i have more capricorn placements than i do leo I don't know. You're just a Leo bitch. I'm, just, I'm a Leo bitch. <laughs> Back to talking about Leo again. There we go. <laughs> the introduction to Leo season. <laughs> Sorry, Cancers. <laughs> so the last day of Cancer season, by the way, is July 22nd so that you guys can all prepare for Leo season. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we still love you, Cancer. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> we just understand that Teresa's birthday started now. <laughs> my birthday starts at the beginning of Leo. My birthday is Leo season. There it you just, go. There's, there's nothing else to it. Uh, my birthday is August 10th. Everybody write it down right now. Mm. Write it down. Mm. <laughs> I'm so, okay. All right. August. <laughs> One zero T H. There you go. Thank you. That's my birthday, August tenth. One zero T H. I just celebrate. Usually, actually, if I'm being honest, from August first to the beginning of Virgo season. So So. August first through August (laughs) tenth, Teresa's birthday. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Got it. Which I think we might be doing Lunasa with the coven, uh, which we all have to discuss. Morgan wants us to come over and do that, which would be fun. That would be fun. I also have many things to give. Are those your sword earrings, Rachel? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they These look are like hair. Them. They are swords, but they're swords. actually like they're like hair. Ooh. Nice. But I'm. I saw them, and now I'm playing with them because I'm getting my tattoo tomorrow. Ooh. Oh yeah, talk about it if you want. Uh, a Unalum going into the Ace of Swords instead of a Lotus. So it'll be the sword piercing the crown. Oh, there's a dear friend. <laughs> oh, we love dear friends. Yeah, it's always just looking at me. Yeah, and I'm still like, I'm Geminiing out. I'm here, but I'm also thinking, what is my tattoo going to look like tomorrow? <laughs> so it's exciting. Yeah. 
it's a, it's a birthday gift for my best friend. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Unilooms tomorrow. Yeah. I wish you could see so this here. I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no. That's okay. Take a picture. You have your cell phone? No. Yes. <laughs> no. So while Rachel's taking a picture of our lovely dear friends, um, I wanted to also just go over some crystals for cancer season that are really good. Moonstone and rainbow moonstone. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So I find it super important to at least have one of those crystals with you during this season to help you move through your emotions, nurture yourself and nurture other people. Next is pearl. Pearl isn't really like a a crystal that you're going to find at a metaphysical store, but I love that pearl is representative of cancer because even though clams are the ones that have pearls, it still comes from the ocean and I feel like it's still very connected to like the, the flowing of the emotions that cancer brings. It also has that hard shell and the soft inside to like Mm. boundaries and stuff. Absolutely. There you go, Tabitha, two plus two. Two plus two. You're just mathing all over the place lately. We are. All kinds of connections. (laughs) I love, that's still my favorite connection is the cancer. Like, oh, the cancer with the crab and the boundaries. That's my favorite. It's my favorite (laughs) connection that I've made so far. (gasps) The babies are here. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. We love love dear friends. Rachel is Snow White. If if you guys, I don't know if we've mentioned that here yet, but Rachel is straight up Snow White. So another crystal for cancer is lapis lazuli, which is like, I love lapis. And I feel like that definitely, in my opinion, connects to cancer, not only because of like the rich blue uh, color of it and connecting to like water in that sense, but also connecting to like your higher self, connecting to different kinds of wisdom and connecting to like just the knowledge of the unknown, which I feel like is also a very cancer thing. And then we got a couple of heart chakra stones. So first is rhodonite, which is really good for spiritual awakenings and to help with your vulnerability. Rose quartz. Everybody loves a good rose quartz. Rose quartz is for unconditional love. Also, I love to use rose quartz for um, like any situation that I'm going into that I'm a little bit nervous about. I feel like rose quartz is a really good like calming stone. So lastly, I was just going to mention green aventrine, which is also a very uh, heart-based stone. Not only great for like bringing in prosperity and abundance, but it's also really good for just mixing with rose quartz or rhodonite to to completely activate that heart chakra. Oh, shove it directly into your chest. Mm. (laughs) Into Mm. your heart. Into your heart. (laughs) The next time anybody has open heart surgery, ask them to put that directly in your chest. Right in there. (laughs) In the center Mm -hmm. of the heart. It's going to work. It's great. It's magic. It's fine. We are not doctors. Or medical professionals. Absolutely not. (laughs) So I've always been told that like Pearl was the Gemini gemstone. Mm. And Lapis... Gemini, because communication. Mm. I heard that too. Weird hearing. Like, lapis is like, there's Mercury retrograde going on. Mm, I'm wearing my lapis every day. Yeah. Lapis is my shit. And I've always known lapis to be very Gemini heavy. So I like the idea. Pearl makes total sense with the crab. Absolutely. And lapis with the blue color of the water. I'll, I'll let that slide. 
The lapis is mine. Lapis is mine and no one else can have it. (laughs) I also feel like with like lapis, it also has like the pyrite sparkles in it too. So it like just represents like a sparkly ocean, you know, and it's very intuition basic. Yes, it is based on communication, which makes sense for Gemini because it allows you to connect with other other worlds, but it also just allows you to like communicate naturally as well. But yeah, love me a lapis. I love lapis is probably one of my like it's lapis for me. Lapis is beautiful. Mm. But I do know that pearl actually is uh, like so Alexandrite is the gemstone for the month of June, like the birthstone, but pearl is a backup or pearl is like another. So it would make sense for both. Nice. Yeah. Maybe because it's maybe it's June birthstone. So it's obvious and it'll be mm. both. That makes sense. It confused me for a second too because of like for the same reason because I've known it as my birthstone, but it makes sense that it's with cancer. Yeah. Throw Sorry. it in there. All right. All right. So next, Rachel, do you want to hit us with a vocab word? No. <laughs> All right. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Last episode, we covered stellium. We did. Do, do you listeners remember what stellium means? I'll give you a moment. Cricket. Cricket. When you got three or more planets in the same sign, that is a stellium. All right. I had I had a little bit of a of a fuckery with this this episode's word. Okay. So Okay. Uh, it's transit. transit. Okay. The word is transit. Uh, planets, planets on the move. Planets okay. are on the move. Okay, so there's your birth chart, right? Snapshot of the sky when you were born. A fixed moment in time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then there's the motion of the planets and how it affects your birth chart in the present moment. So how mm-hmm. the planets are dancing around right now. Okay, so as planets move, they form angles to each other, and this is where forecasts are from. And astrologers look at the transits planets, look at the transits that planets are making to someone's chart, or that are going to affect the astrological weather. It's where you can start to kind of predict what is on the horizon astrologically. Love it. So transit is a specific event, like a planet aligning with the natal chart. But I got more. I got I'm more. ready. Would you agree with all that? I would. I think you that would? was a very lucid uh, explanation of transit. Okay. okay. It's just planets moving around right now. I liked the, the dancing. Because if you think about it, it really is like they are dancing around your chart. They are. Your chart is the dance floor. Mm-mm. Or your chart is a bonfire. And then the planets are just dancing naked around the bonfire. They are. They nice. are. Or they're doing a very, very intense Argentinian tango. Wow. <laughs> around you. That's not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> <laughs> a little cha-cha. <laughs> but not the cha-cha slide. No, 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 no. They're much more sophisticated than that. That's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, The cha-cha slide is what actually inspired the song Earth is Ghetto. 
Really? Wow. No. Oh. Oh. I I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right? No. It works. Yeah. It works. That tracks. It tracks. All right. So uh, there's a quote. There's a quote that I like from an author. Uh, their name is April Elliot Kent. Uh, and they say, in astrology, the term transit refers to the ongoing movement of the planets in contrast to their positions at your birth or when some other notable event occurred. Because they are connected to current reality, transits reflect our collective reality. The world we're all living in together. Transits are like cards that the world deals us. And what we do with them, how we play the hand, is what changes us and determines the course of our destiny. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I know. <laughs> Rue agrees. Do you hear that? Mm. Um, I got a couple. I got a bunch of different, like, I got two more. I got two more. Okay. I'm right. ready. This one's this one short and sweet. This one's short, short and sweet. Just transit. The passage of a planet in motion over a position. Such as passing planet is in aspect to a natal planet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cha-cha slide. Um, <laughs> a, a particularly important transit is the planetary return. Mm, mm, this yes. occurs when a transiting planet returns to the same point in the sky that it occupied at the moment of a person's birth. What this means is that the planet has completely completed a whole circuit of the sky and signifies that a new cycle in the person's life is to begin. The most significant returns are those of the outer planets, Jupiter and Zaddy Saturn. The Jupiter, <laughs> return <laughs> Jupiter return occurs approximately every 12 years and is about new phases of growth and development. And the Saturn return, which is a son of a bitch, occurs <laughs> approximately every 30 years and is a new phase in the aging process when new realities and responsibilities must be faced. Fucking yeah, return. the Saturn return is uh, a doozy. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. Mm -hmm. it's a that doozy. Usually, it's a fun one. That usually hits around twenty nine. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I would say like because it's starting to come into the orbit of your natal placement. I would say between like twenty seven and thirty two. Yep. I would say it's about your Saturn return. I would say the same. That my whole life was like flipped like a pancake. During that Same. time. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be 32 this year, so. I'm yeah. officially out of it. I'm 34, so I feel like I'm officially like, go away. <laughs> I have another fucking year. Send you got this. You got Send this. Send me a vibe, some Xanax, and a lot of wine. Mm. I'll do all of that. Xanax and wine ain't going to save you from Zaddy Saturn. <laughs> Maybe a bubble suit. Uh, no, the only way out is through. The only way out is through. Yeah. Mm. The only way mm -hmm. out is through. Mm -hmm. Bringing it back to episode one. Mm -hmm. You have to That's it. be brave in your vulnerability. I don't want to be brave in any vulnerability when it comes to Saturday. I don't either. I don't either. I don't Fuck want to it. do that. What are responsibilities? Why do we have responsibilities? We're just these like nature beings that are just right. hanging out, created all these dumb rules. Who created these rules? What are rights? Where are we? <laughs> It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No. Not wrong. I absolutely feel like that makes total sense that the only way out is through because especially with all of us having a lot of important Capricorn placements, 
we have to learn how to integrate Saturn into our lives as opposed to like pushing him away. And it's really easy to push Saturn away because he shows you all of these really big, huge life lessons that you don't really want to be going through. But the only way out is through. I'm I'm still having a hard time with Saturn, but I hate Saturn. I'm just kidding. I actually love Saturn. Saturn. Don't say that. He's going to punish you. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love him. He's going to punish you if you say that you hate him. He's going to turn into a cancer and he's going to cut you up. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's actually Saturn. Saturn is actually my favorite planet because it is aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Yes. It is beautiful. I'm sorry. But you know, you know, I'm um, the leader of the Jupe troop. Jupe troop. I apologize to Rachel and Jupe the rest troop. It's okay. I'm sorry. I need. No, to, I, I'm, I'm working. I'm working on building my relationship with Saturn. As- aesthetically, Saturn is my favorite. Yeah, I think the thing is, you know, what I am to a lot of my friends, where I'm like, I'm going to tell you what it is. Saturn does that to me, you know. <laughs> and I'm always yeah. looking for like, I want a mentor. I want somebody that I can that will just tell me what it is. You have one. And Saturn does it, and I need Saturn. to just accept it and love it. But it's the same reason why I've had people in the past be like, Rachel, you're a little too harsh. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just a human trying to go through the things. And I'm like, but I see your potential. <laughs> That's the thing. Saturn sees your potential and wants you yeah. to do better. And I, I accept. I accept. Good. I like it. I'm glad that you're accepting it. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I'm waiting for you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like just around the corner. <laughs> Such a creepy planet. <laughs> he's like that that uh, that gif of some them coming like out of the bushes. Oh. Like, like Spon- <laughs> no, it's what is it? SpongeBob sinking back into the what do you know what I mean? Oh, I was no, thinking was of Kim Simpson. Kardashian looking Homer around the Simpson. corner like ah, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Yeah. That too. I love it. All right. So is that all for your transit speech, Rachel? That is, but I, I was out for chickens and I want to know, did you bring up the fact that Will Ferrell is a cancer? No, I did not. That one really blows my tits off. Well, that's funny because that's another class clown that I is know. a cancer. But that but I'm like, that was real 50 cent. Did you talk about that? 50 Cent is one. I don't remember if I mentioned him, but I have him written down. I mean, there's a lot of class clowns on this list, honestly. Dan Aykroyd, Robin Williams. Yeah. You know, those guys. All right. I just, I was, Will Ferrell definitely, that was the one for me where I was like, what? Yeah, but I don't know what I would through. think he would be, though. Yeah. Maybe like a Sagittarius. Yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway, so that's transits. Uh, now you have two vocab words in your belt. You got stellium and transit. There'll be a pop quiz at the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm So I pulled up Will Ferrell's chart. Yeah. Cancer Sun, Scorpio Moon, Virgo Rising. What? That's crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's what? He has a Gemini midheaven, though, so I feel like that makes sense. Because Fine. his career is about being multiple personalities, you know? 
Stop doing that to us. How dare you? <laughs> wow. You know better. Well, fine. I guess this will just be one Leo podcast if you hate us that much. <laughs> no. Cries in cancer stellium. <laughs> Can you imagine just one Leo? <laughs> A Leo and no Gemini's. There you go. <laughs> All right, I'm done now. I'm sad. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. We won't leave you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tabitha, you're going to hit us with the forecast. I'm hitting a, I'm hitting you with the forecast from We're doing from June 30th to July 13th. And we have it's a small, small little list. We got a small little list. We That's have okay. July 5th, Mars enters Taurus and Mercury enters Cancer. Oh, that's you. Yep. I totally forgot about that. I am the wish version of Tabitha now. <laughs> <laughs> On July 6th, you have the first quarter moon in Libra. And then July 13th, you have the full moon in Capricorn. Um, nice. For Mars and Taurus, which is July 5th. Taurus is ruled by pleasure. Or I'm sorry. Taurus oh. is ruled. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, I mean, you're right. Mother Taurus. Nature is like, suck on my tit and enjoy some pleasure. <laughs> Eat. I'm sorry. Eat. 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 I fucked up. <laughs> All right. I meant Taurus is ruled by pleasure seeking Venus. Which means you might experience an increase in grounded energy. Mm-hmm. Mars I'll take the- you to the candy shop. <laughs> I'm do like the lollipop. <laughs> Isn't it so funny that we were listening to that song when we were younger and it was just like, oh yeah, this is the bop. Let's this go to the, the best candy one, shop. Yeah. I want to lick lollipops. Exactly. I was listening. I remember listening to the uh, the ghost shawty. It's your birthday. We go on a pop, and I was like, I told my dad, I was like, I want to play this song at my birthday, and he goes, No, <laughs> just, just, no. Mm. Oh, like, fifty cent, a cancer, oh, a cancer. I know, yeah, a cancer. Full circle. We love him. Yeah, fitty, fitty, sucking teats and lollipops. There you go. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This I whole episode too. is us bullshitting. It's okay. I love it. We're in our emotions, okay? <laughs> I feel like we had a really coherent, like, 30 minute conversation about emotions, so it's okay. We yeah. did. We did. <laughs> oh, man. All anyway, right. Mars is the planet of action and drive, while Taurus is slower and promotes rest and relaxation. So when these two forces meet, you may get the perfect balance of motivation and self-care. Taurus urges Mars to slow down and think about their actions before taking them, making your moves more strategic. I like that. The themes are extreme focus, uh, taking one thing at a time, strong opinions, 
Taurians can be stubborn and Mars is a headstrong planet. Potential love. Taurus is ruled by Venus and Mars urges us to go after what we want. Just don't be overbearing. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) New projects. (laughs) Choose a project you feel inexplicably drawn to. Uh, The focus of Taurus knows no bounds. And success at work. Both are success driven. Take advantage of that. Um, So how do we make the most of it? Make plans. Manifest, but take time for yourself. This is not a time for quick movement. Build a path to where you want to be. Write down your goals and aspirations. Make a dream board. Take your time. These things won't happen overnight. So don't forget to take time for yourself. Don't strain yourself if you really want to accomplish great things during this transit. Uh, Some crystals that you can carry with you are aventurine, citrine, pyrite, rose quartz, carnelian, smoky quartz, and howlite. That is my manifesting trio right there. Yeah. Uh, Citrine, green aventrine, and pyrite. So I have a green aventrine star, which is really cool. And I put like a a natural citrine and a pyrite on top of it. And then I put all my manifestations underneath it. It works wonders. Yeah. I I think it was funny how that worked out because I was like, wait a second. Like I was just writing them down. I was just like, that makes, that tracks. (laughs) <laughs> but I, um, I, I added how light in there too, for patience because patience, you know, you're going to need the patience to push past that Mars wanting to go do everything right away. I like it. Mm-hmm. Same day, July 5th, Mercury enters cancer. So we had a chaotic Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> Sorry. Just, say, just over here making sounds. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it was it was pretty chaotic for everybody. So, um, luckily, it's time to slow things down a little bit. I like it. There's a more subtle placement, and communication will be more intuitive and emotional. With Cancer being the sign of all things home, and you know, roots and family, and you know, loved ones, uh, you may feel drawn more to who or what makes us feel more secure. Try to watch what you say. To those people, because cancer is sensitive, and with Mercury being the planet of communication, any sharp jabs, constructive, even like constructive criticism could fuck shit up. Don't do that. I can definitely see that. Don't be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Be nice to your friends. I don't want to. Play nice. And also on the flip side of that, try not to take everything too personally. Good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. (laughs) Mercury's going to be in cancer. Good luck. Expect to be emotionally overwhelmed. Uh, Remember to take each emotion as it comes. Process it constructively. Be nice to yourself. Be nostalgic. Take Take the time to communicate with old friends. Reach out to those that you haven't spoke to in a while that brought good into your life. Don't reach out to the shitty people. Um, leave them in the mercury retrograde past yeah leave them in mercury retrograde Mm -hmm. but don't get stuck in the past look forward to the future like don't you can be nostalgic but don't stay there learn how to be the observer right rachel yes (laughs) (laughs) it's such a good word that's gonna be the word next time i'm just gonna go into an emotional thing i'm gonna make everyone cry in the next episode just talking about being the observer there you go great i digress here for it i'm here for it (laughs) You can work with Mercury and Cancer by focusing on what you say and how you say it. Connect with your heart and throat chakras and reach out to those who brought or bring joy to your life. 
Some crystals are moonstone, sodalite, green calcite. I fucking love green calcite. Oh my god. Do you I fucking love, love green calcite? I fucking love green calcite. I love green calcite. I love green calcite. Uh, green moonstone. Also love green fucking moonstone. God damn it. Mm. Okay. I got a green moonstone from Anahata's last year from oh. Crystal. And it was one of the best crystals I've gotten. Mm-hmm. I have a green moonstone, palm stone, and I, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Blue calcite, blue kyanite, and aquamarine. Nice. On Wednesday, July 6th, we have the first quarter moon in Libra. I already kind of covered this. It was a waxing moon in Libra. But just briefly, Libra is about balance, harmony, and justice. Again, Thursday, July 7th is a perfect day to manifest financial shit because it is jupiter day it is a waxing moon Joop troop troop <laughs> and it's in libra great day for manifesting manifesting financial success that's um, so interesting we have to keep an eye on that yeah that i was thought that was weird. i was like what that's crazy but yeah it says yeah first hmm. quarter moon in libra july 6th interesting i like it yeah Crystals for this time are Moonstone, Rachel's favorite Lapidolite. Fuck that stone. <laughs> Opalite and Turquoise. But also a Venturina Citrine and Pyrite if you're going to manifest financial stuff. And don't yes. stick any crystal that ends with light up your hoo-ha. Don't do it. You or your poo-poo. <laughs> you don't want those crystals your up mouth? your butt. <laughs> don't do it. Just no orifices. Just okay? don't. Just don't do it. Don't. Keep them out of your orifices. Mm-hmm. Don't take them to the candy shop. <laughs> <laughs> they they don't belong Shady. there. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Aftermath. <laughs> I was going to just say aftermath. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. All right. On July 13th, we have the full moon in Capricorn. Uh, and the moon is about emotions. Capricorn is about stability. So stabilizing your emotions. Uh, you may have you questioning your career and facing your fears regarding material success. Mm-hmm. You also may feel reclusive or more so than usual. Great. <laughs> Great then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About to be a bunch of antisocial motherfuckers for a couple days. <laughs> you good. I'm I mean, right, that tracks it. with cancer season too. You know, yeah. the hermit. Yep. See? True. Uh, it is a good time to manifest your long-term goals. It also helps your helps you face your emotions from a place of maturity and acceptance. Okay, so crystals for a full for the full moon in Capricorn are malachite, Herkimer diamond, sugalite, and onyx. Oh, it's back again. It's back again. Sugnite <laughs> has made a reappearance. Fucking Sugnite. Sugnite. Like <laughs> that was the first time that I've seen a picture of sugalite, and it's like really it's really pretty i didn't realize how like pretty it was charcoal it's like a, no it's like a deep purple are we not talking no yeah you're talking about shungite rachel which i, I right. think is what we were talking about in the last episode as yeah. well all right the one I'm that you just, place on the back of your phone i'm just gonna cancel myself right now <laughs> go don't, don't 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 cancel yourself don't cancel yourself yeah, yeah but uh sugalite is like a purpley purple right yeah. yeah, mad purple. It's super purple. It's really pretty. It, it is. Doesn't it have orange in it too? Or now am I? I see am black. I, I thought that was okay. Charite. 
but it says oh yeah charite i think charite and sugalite look the same similar yeah yeah because they just it just popped up in the same google search rachel this is suge knight that's nasty yeah <laughs> it's like a vibrant yeah. purple hmm Super it gives me juicy couture velour jumpsuit vibes. Oh, I could I like see it. That. I could see it. I had a hot pink one. Mm-hmm. Mine was hot pink, but I can see it. I love velour tracksuits. We're doing a little nostalgia, you know, but we just can't yeah. it. See, there we talked go. about our emotions and we're doing nostalgia. <laughs> Killing it. We just wrapped a bunch of 50 cent unnecessarily and... Talked about sucking on teeth. Cancer season. Yeah. See? <laughs> Thanks, cancer season. We're talking about you. It's not just the transit into Leo season. There you go. <laughs> but it is. But, but it is. is. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. So the full moon in Capricorn. What full day is that again? That is July 13th. Mm-hmm. That seems like a good day. Is it a Friday? It'd be a lot cooler if it was. I don't think so. I think it's a Wednesday. <laughs> Lame. Okay, that's still cool. I'll, no, I'll accept no. it. We can still. pretend. We can pretend it's Friday. Okay. No, July thirteenth is a Wednesday. I'm sorry it to is disappoint. A Wednesday. Hey, but we usually record on Wednesdays, we though, do. so that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be good. But so that's all I have for the astrology forecast. Great. You're welcome for clap, 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 snaps for Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> all right so do you think we appropriately introduced cancer season folks no one cried nobody cried Mm. so no we didn't we failed (laughs) well you guys didn't see me (laughs) (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) not not this episode that was last episode that i was crying but there was one more book that i wanted to bring up that rachel referred us to Called uh, Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. Who writes that, Rachel? A doctor. (laughs) A doctor. A doctor. Um, I can go. I can grab it. I have it. Hold on. I'll just look it up. It's the best book ever. Everyone should read it. Everybody needs to read this book. And especially with us talking about vulnerability and emotions and connecting to, you know, our emotions when we were a kid to where we are now, I feel like that is a really yeah. great book to dive into. Yeah, you want some you want some cancer reads? Adult children of emotionally mature parents. Immature parents. Uh, the Mountain is You. Mm. The Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. That is a good one. What else do I have? Uh, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. The monk who sold his Ferrari. Mm. Surprised he had one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But definitely that first one. Great. That is by Lindsay C. Gibson. Yes, Gibson. That's right. Thank you. Oh, and also The Body Keeps the Score. That's a good cancer read. That's another one I refer to a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the middle of reading The Mountain Is You because it takes me 17 years to finish a book, but I like it so far. I'm about to read it again. It's like one of those books, like both of those books, the adult children book and the mountain is you. I feel our books to like revisit a lot. I have Um, to read that one. I I purchased the second one, the recovering from emotionally immature parents. I'm like, it's all right, but it kind of just like, I would rather just read the first one again. Yeah. Hmm. It gives you more like a workbook. 
kind of, it helps give you tools to dealing with people who are emotionally immature. But the thing is like, well, what I like about her is that she's very realistic and she understands that like, there's just, sometimes you can't even talk to these people. Yeah. Um, so she'll give you tools, but the tools can only take you so far depending on how emotionally immature the person is. That's true. She also yeah. has self-care for adult children of emotionally immature parents. Yeah. That one I haven't gotten yet. And then who you were meant to be. A guide to finding or recover, recovering your life purpose. Just a lot of books. I read it in a day and I cried for like three weeks after. <laughs> wow. I like John would come next. <laughs> it wasn't cancer season. <laughs> it was in May. It was early May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read it in, in a day. And John was just like, What do you need from me right now? And I'm just like, I don't know. Don't look at me. <laughs> like, yeah, I went through it for. Wow. A, yeah, it's definitely a very eye-opening book. So be ready to cry, bitches. Great. It's a good one, though. It's a good cry. I also just had just two little journal prompts for everybody if they wanted to reflect on uh, their Gemini season and welcome in Cancer season. So the first journal prompt uh, for for leaving behind Gemini season is, what did you communicate that you were nervous to talk about or what do you wish you could have communicated to somebody else and if it's something that you couldn't communicate at the time now cancer season is the perfect time to to step into your power and speak freely with your emotions the next journal prompt is what are you doing to nurture yourself this cancer season So just two really simple things just to reflect on who you are, what you need, and where you should be putting your energy at this time. I like that. Oh, yeah. Those are good ones. What are you guys doing to treat yourself this cancer season? I'm going to take a lot of showers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just because water cleansing to me is like one of the best types of cleanses that I could do. Like, obviously, I love Reiki and Reiki is super beneficial. But like just standing under the water and imagining it cleansing my mind, body and spirit and realigning myself is just there's nothing there's nothing like it. I would like where to spend some time in the water, you know, like maybe get to the beach or like there's a lot of lakes up by where I am. So my goal is just to spend as much time as possible in water. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to be taking Aiden, my stepson and his friend to the water park down the street. Nice. nice. And I'm very excited about it because water parks were my favorite growing up. Very cool. Love a good water park. Have you ever been to Splish Splash on Long Island? The Splish Splash? No, I've never been to Splish Splash. Anthony talks about (laughs) Splish Splash all the time. Yeah, Splish Splash is a is a core memory for sure for any Long Island kid (laughs) and Adventureland. Yeah, I uh, yeah I spent my summers growing up in Florida, so we always did Adventure Island, which was connected to Bush Gardens, and it was an every year thing, and it was my favorite. There was just jump you jump off the cliffs into water it was dope nice nice it was really cool we had Bush um, gardens is fun Bush gardens is fun but my grandma always let me choose like what park is like the park you want to go to this summer and i was always like yo we're going to adventure island <laughs> we went to, to the island we had um in pennsylvania we had dorney park and wild water kingdom mm-hmm. that's where we went but it was also like two hours away so <laughs> we didn't get there that often <laughs> but yeah 
I'm going yeah. to DC. The husband and I are taking the kids to Washington DC because Charlotte has been begging to go to a museum. She Which wants one? To, uh we're going to take her to the Museum of National Natural History. And oh, Soren nice. would like to go to the zoo, so we're going to go check out the National Zoo. Okay. Which fun fact, both of those are free. Yeah, it's yeah. like donation basis. I didn't basis. know that. I had no idea yeah. that they were like free. You have to pay if you if you drive up to the zoo, you have to pay thirty dollars for parking. But I had no idea that they were free. Yeah, so is uh the Museum of Natural History in Manhattan as well. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well that sounds very uh cancer season, a nice family vacation, some yeah. bonding time, some time with the kiddos, some time with the husband. Yes. Is it this I'm like now I'm like second guessing myself. I think it's just the Smithsonian Institute of Natural History, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Because there's yeah, a Museum right. of Natural History in New York. There's too. two. Okay. Yeah, that one's the Smithsonian. That I think fucked the one me up in for New York second. City is just the Museum of Natural History. Because then I just started going back to uh, Night at the Museum. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second. They have the Battle of the Smithsonian. So is it just the Smithsonian? I don't know what to do. But um, I, yeah, I also want to take them to, I want to see if I can do the uh, Air and Space Museum. Cause that's yeah, that's what Ooh. I was going to say. Is what about the Air and Space one? I think it's undergoing renovations right now or something, so it might not be open, but we're only an hour and a half from D.C., so that's not that far. That's like a day trip. I could totally do a day trip. Yeah. With them for that. For sure. That's so fun. You can go to Baltimore, go to the aquarium. Baltimore. That's going to be our next stop is the aquarium. Yeah. Trying to make it a fun summer. Nice. Yeah. And I like that. Like very little trips is, is, is the way to go. Yeah, we did the big trip. Weekend getaways. We did the big trip. That was a very expensive, yeah. very expensive big trip. Yeah, Disney, so, right? Yep. Yeah. So Disney is fun though. Lots of little trips now. Hey, listen. At least you, uh, you're doing it. You know, you're giving them amazing memories, and I love that. Yeah, it only took us ten years. <laughs> that was Disney was legitimately me and Anthony's first vacation. Like uh-huh. our first vacation, and it was our ten year anniversary. I feel like that's sweet though, and like the yeah. kids, they're the perfect age to have taken them. Now you wouldn't yeah. have wanted to take them when they were younger, you know. Yeah. Now that we're getting more financially stable too, it'll be nice that we can kind of just do your thing. Yeah. So. All right. Cancer well, season. Cancer season. Love, friendship, family, home bodies. Have a murderers. Barbecue. Oh. <laughs> we said have a fuck I said have a fucking barbecue and you said murderers at the same yeah. time. That's really Don't barbecue your cannibalism. Yeah. Don't barbecue your friends or your family. Cannibalism. <laughs> if you ever wanted to eat human, now is your time. Ugh. It is it is uh, your time. It's, it's first. Not, it makes it me want to cringe. Time. I want to throw up. That makes I me want to throw up. Thanks. What a way Thanks, to end the Rachel. episode. So let's yeah. talk about <laughs> cannibalism. Cannibalism, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, good lord. Let's all love each other. That's that's better. Don't yeah. <laughs> no no cannibalism. Let's all be excellent to each other. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Or barbecue each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo at gmail.com. I love it's it. okay, Rachel. Guess what? We're all human. And Thank you and, for and accepting happen. me. Thank I'm you for not accepting. human. I'm not human. <laughs> I still accept you. Thank you. Thank you. I accept Aww. you too. Da, na, na. <laughs> um. That was beautiful. I loved it. Thank you. This is a beautiful moment.